On today's show, we're stepping into the time capsule and looking back at the year 1995. Now, there is a good reason. There was a lot of things that happened that year, and you may not be aware of it. So, on today's edition of Podcast of the Day, we're exploring all of the things that happened in that year and a bunch more. So, thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get started. 1995 is a podcast hosted and produced by Kathy Kinzora, and it covers everything that happened in the crazy year of 1995. Things like the O.J. Simpson trial, the Oklahoma City bombing, the Paul Bernardo murder trial, uh, a ton of more things happened throughout the year. And Kathy saw it in the year to really emphasize all the things that happened and make uh, a serialized type story out of it. So the first season of 1995 uh, was the Paul Bernardo murder trial, which you may have never heard of before, but it is actually the most infamous murder case in Canada. And she got to cover it in person um, as a news reporter. So she had firsthand experience there. And it's kind of what inspired the podcast to start up. So um, I've really been enjoying listening to this. Um, I feel like it's just a natural uh, in terms of just listening to it. I feel just... I, I just like listening to it. I, I don't really know how else to, how else to describe it, but um, it's a great show, and I really can't wait to show you what it's all about. So here is the intro to the show. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. I did not kill Christine Jessup. It's as simple as that. And finally, as I said, DNA has exonerated me 100%. And I am pleased to announce that one of the individuals believed to be responsible for Wednesday's terrible attack on the Murrow Federal Building in Oklahoma City has been arrested. That's the introduction with new snippets and whatnot, so you can kind of tell some crazy stuff went down in 1995. So here is an introduction to the show and then a couple more clips after that. You're listening to 1995, a podcast series exploring some of the events of 1995 and how they shape the world we live in today. I'm Kathy Kinzora. Once again, our top story this evening, the assassination today of Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin gunned down at a pro-government rally tonight in Tel Aviv. There will be a referendum in Quebec. I'm happy. I'm happy with that. I'm not scared. In 1995, I was 27 years old. I had just landed a full-time job as a reporter at a Toronto radio station. A pretty big deal for me, because until then, I'd only worked in smaller markets covering city council meetings and ribbon-cutting ceremonies. My first major assignment in Toronto was to cover the Paul Bernardo murder trial. Not surprisingly, my world changed forever. What I didn't know at the time was the whole world was changing around me. 1995 was a year like no other. Season 1 of 1995 is about Paul Bernardo's murder trial, a trial that gripped the nation and made world headlines in the shadow of the O.J. Simpson trial, which was happening at the same time in L.A. Bernardo's trial lasted four months and ended years of secrecy that had surrounded the case. Graphic videotapes showing Bernardo viciously assaulting his victims were played in court. The Crown star witness was Bernardo's ex-wife, Carla Homolka. She participated in the crimes too, but reached a plea agreement with the Crown. Bernardo himself would also take the stand and blame Homolka for the murders. The families of the victims were in court as much as they could bear. 
I was in the courtroom every day, a young radio reporter, wide-eyed and eager to enter the domain of more experienced reporters who had covered major trials for many years. I was fully aware at the time that history was unfolding, and I was thrilled to be a part of it. But there was a price. For years after the trial, I was haunted by what I heard and saw in court. Memories came flooding back at the most unexpected times. When I moved on from my career in broadcast journalism, I packed up a box filled with my notes and tapes from the trial, thinking I would probably never look at them again. But recently I realized I was one of a small group of people who witnessed firsthand how the justice system dealt with Canada's most notorious killer. So I decided to unpack my notes and tapes and share them with you. And here is uh, more of the Paul Bernardo trial. It includes a couple of recordings of different interviews and a little bit more backstory. If you Google most notorious killer in Canadian history, Paul Bernardo's name is at the top of every list. A serial rapist who terrorized a Toronto suburb, viciously assaulting at least 18 women over a three-year period. He eventually moved to a smaller town and kidnapped and killed two teenage girls. A monster in the eyes of many. But not so, according to John Rosen, the lawyer who defended Bernardo during the murder trial. He spoke to reporters at the end of the trial with this reminder. He is another human being, just like the rest of us. And as I've said many times before, uh, he's not perfect and he has faults, greater faults than other people. Uh, he, he may have an illness, I don't know. Uh, but he, the fact of the matter is, he's just another person. Don't make him out to be anything other than that. Uh, you know, where but for the grace of God may go you or I. So, uh, so just remember that. In this episode, we'll take a look at jury selection. But before we go any further, a quick summary of the case. Paul Bernardo was charged with two counts each of first-degree murder, kidnapping, confinement, aggravated sexual assault, and one count of doing an indignity to a dead body. The victims, 14-year-old Leslie Mahaffey and 15-year-old Kristen French, had been abducted by Bernardo and his wife, Carla Homolka, Leslie in 1991 and Kristen in 1992. They were sexually assaulted over a period of days at Bernardo's St. Catharines area home before being murdered. The horrific assaults were videotaped with a camcorder. In both cases, the girls' bodies were found a couple of weeks after their abductions. Leslie had been dismembered and her body parts were encased in cement blocks that were dropped in a lake. Kristen's naked body was dumped in a ditch. Bernardo was eventually arrested in February 1993. His wife had gone to police after she had been beaten by Bernardo. Over several days, she sat down with police and described in detail how she and Bernardo had kidnapped and sexually assaulted Leslie and Kristen. Years later, the videotapes of the police interviews were shown on CBC television. They show a calm homolka matter-of-factly describing the conversation she had with Bernardo the day Leslie was killed. I said, well, we have to go to my parents for, for Easter dinner. And he said, well, why don't we just not go? And I said, well... I don't think it would look very good. I mean, we're supposed to go to my parents for Easter dinner and we don't go. And I said, well, how's it going to look if, um, you know, this girl's missing and we have no alibi? We haven't gone anywhere. We haven't done anything. And uh, he said, well, I guess you're right. And because he wanted to keep her for longer. And I didn't want to. Like, I was going to work. I didn't want to go to work knowing that this girl was in my house and she could escape so easily. And I didn't. I was afraid. So, so I didn't suggest to him that we kill her on Sunday, but I knew that she, I knew that she had to be gone. Now, I'm going to leave it there, but 
that is all from episode one. I didn't want to spoil anything from the later episodes, so I kept it all from episode one. Um, but if it got you interested, please go check it out. I linked the the website that you can go to to find it if you're on a desktop. Um, but if not, you can go on any podcast listening app that you use and find it through that. Um, but anyways, I got to talk with Kathy about how the show was made and kind of her experiences in the year 1995 and beyond. So here is that interview with Kathy. My name is Kathy Kanzora. I have a podcast called 1995. It launched this year in February, and it deals with a lot of the uh, major news stories that occurred in 1995. Um, lots of crazy shit happened that year, including O.J. Simpson trial, um, Oklahoma City bombing, assassination of Yitzhak Rabin, um, all kinds of crazy stuff in Canada, and that's where I'm based. I am in Toronto. I want to ask, um, before you started this podcast, have you had experience at all in, in podcasting or at least listening to them? Yes, I've been listening to podcasts probably for almost 10 years. So I think I'm not sure when the big podcast boom started, but I think I was probably in pretty early. Okay. And I um, started listening to The Moth. No, I don't even remember how I found out about it or how I found it, but it was immediately hooked. I, the first episode I even remember was uh, Malcolm Gladwell talking about his experiences as a reporter, and um, I was completely hooked. So then I was an avid listener to podcasts, you know, in the last probably nine, ten years. But uh, this is my first podcast that I'm hosting myself. Did you and do you remember growing up through this year um, and, and just thinking why has this year been so? ridiculously weird 1995 yes <laughs> yeah so I was I was a reporter in 1995 I worked for a radio station in Toronto oh, okay. so, I, so I do have some broadcast background um, podcasts weren't invented then but um, so at the time I didn't realize what a crazy year it was it was just looking back I would remember all of these news stories that I covered and that affected the world. And I realized after a period of time, wow, they all happened in 1995. And so for the past, um, you know, 10, 15 years, I've thought, wow, I'd really love to write a book or do something with this information that I have about that year. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, that was never going to happen. And then recently I realized I had saved a lot of my tapes and notes and things of the stories that I covered as a reporter. Gotcha. And I found this box in my basement with all these cassette tapes. And I started listening to them and thought, oh, my God, I have like all of this archived audio. I've got to do something with it. And immediately I'm like, bam, podcast, let's do a podcast. And then it just everything just sort of the doors opened and it was easy to put together. The hard part was the technical stuff, which I'm sure you're going to ask about, but <laughs> figuring out how to actually make a podcast was not always easy, but figured it out. So you began the podcast talking about the, the Paul Bernardo murder trial. Um, right. So is this, is this going to be kind of how the, the show is laid out where you cover one of the big things that happened and then you go on to the next one? Is that kind of how it's going to work? Yeah. So season one, I exclusively talked about the Paul Bernardo murder trial, which was, um, you know, Canada's O.J. Simpson trial. It was the biggest trial in Canadian history up, up till this point, I think, which I covered. So I had a ton of tape and a ton of notes and memories and things. So I ended up doing like a seven part season on the trial. And um, 
because I had so much information on it. So the next thing that I'm working on is about OJ Simpson and it's just about the verdict day. So um, I'm not going to cover the whole trial. I think that's probably been done to death, <laughs> but the day of the verdict, I was in LA and um, have a lot of great tape from outside the courthouse from outside OJ's house. So I'm just going to really focus on that day. So it'll be a one episode. It's not going to be a whole season. Okay. And then, yeah. And then I think, uh, you know, depending on season two, I'm thinking I'm going to work on one case again and do it a multi-part series. And it'll again be about a Canadian case um, that occurred in 1995. Um, a, one of our most well-known wrongful conviction cases, Guy Paul Moran, he was exonerated that year by DNA evidence. And DNA evidence was brand new, really, in trials in U the U.S. and in Canada in 1995. Right. So this was a really big deal. This guy had been in jail for 10 years for a, a murder of a little girl. Um, DNA evidence conclusively cleared him in that case and again I was there covering it so I think my season two will deal with that trial that case and because it's still unsolved so it's a really interesting case um and then we'll just see how it goes because there's so many like, like for me 1995 it just feels like there's an endless supply of things I can talk about that, <laughs> happened that year so I'm just gonna see where they go one of the hardest parts about covering the trial was having the mom of one of the girls sitting behind me breaking down crying while she heard her daughter begging for her life on this videotape it was awful and i, I yeah i was very young i didn't realize at the time you know that it would have a huge impact on me for the rest of my life and later i've talked to other reporters they were sent for counseling um all the jury members receive psychological counseling, but, um, you know, so the reporters that work for some of the bigger newspapers, they were sent, but I worked for a small radio station. There was nothing like that. It was like, okay, next day back to work. You know, there was, so there was a long, um, lasting impact from being there, um, and listening to that, like memories that never go away. Um, but also at the same time, it was hard because it was such a big, career opportunity for me to be covering right. this trial. So, um, you know, I was excited and happy to be there, but at the same time was just being bombarded with this horrible, horrible um, situation and the evidence listening to it every day and, and happen. Yeah. So it was, it was strange. And then, you know, the rest of the year, all of the things that were happening, it was just a really, it felt like a really exciting news year. There was a lot going on and, but I had nothing really to compare it to. I didn't realize at the time that, okay, this is a really unusual year. It's really just in hindsight or retrospect that you can really see that a lot of major stuff happened that year and not just stuff that was big, but it's stuff that, you know, impacted our future. Like Yitzhak Rabin was killed in Israel and ending the peace process that yeah. has never restarted. So, um, you know, Oklahoma city bombing, it was really the, the, it was the biggest, um, homegrown terrorist attack in the U S and bef and up until nine 11, the biggest, you know, one day killing of people in the U S so that they, it was, it was, it was a crazy year. It really was a lot of these stories you do have these personal connections to does it mm -hmm. feel does it feel different now looking in the future and and retelling some of the stories and kind of giving them the light again yeah 
Yeah, it's, you know, I was just, I'm just in the middle of writing my episode about um, the day of the verdict of the O.J. Simpson um, trial. And, you know, thinking back to that day, people were really scared. Like, we were really scared there were going to be race riots, not just in L.A., but all over the U.S. Because there had been riots in L.A. three years earlier when um, police officers were found not guilty um, in the... um, arrest and beating of a black man, Rodney King. And it was, there was four or five days that LA was under, um, you know, uh, um, the city was shut down with um, police came in and um, Marines came in, the National Guard, they were under a curfew. And so people were worried that if OJ was found guilty, was that going to happen again? And would it be worse? So um, it was it was scary. It was a really scary time. And I don't, you know, it's it's hard to explain that to people that didn't live through it. So I hope by doing that episode that people will hear it that maybe are too young to remember or weren't even born will hear that and go, wow, the stuff that's happening today um, with Black Lives Matter was happening 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that about does it for me over here. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, to shout out or mention? Maybe your social media and stuff? Sure. So I do have a Facebook page, and it is 1995podcast. And then my Twitter is 1995podcast. And that is all I have currently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a website. Um, but that's it. But I'd love to hear from people and I would love if, um, you know, I can get any feedback to, from people I'm here. I love when they like, let me know what they like, but also, you know, what doesn't work so that I know how to sort of course correct in the future and, and make it a little more palatable. But, um, that is it. That is the 1995 podcast. As I mentioned earlier, if you want to listen to more of it, um, you can hit up any podcasting app or platform that you use, and it should be up on there. Um, if you just search for 1995 or Kathy Kinzora, and Kinzora is spelled K-E-N-Z-O-R-A. So yeah, it was a really interesting uh, idea, I think, to put into the podcast, and I had no idea these many things happened in 1995. So um, I'm really looking forward to finishing the murder trial episodes and hearing later on about the the oj simpson trial and her eyes and other things that happened in 1995 so i think it's a gem of a podcast and um definitely one you should go check out as soon as possible because i do think it is told in such a fascinating way and it really keeps you just listening um and especially uh since the paul bernardo murder trial is kind of uh, unheard of in terms of it just gets overshadowed by the O.J. Simpson trial. I feel like it is something that many of us probably haven't ever heard before. So uh, it's like a brand new experience to to learn on and and continue learning about. So anyways, that is the 1995 podcast. Um, you can catch them on Twitter uh, at 1995 underscore podcast. And as Kathy mentioned, they have a Facebook group as well. Um, and do that by simply searching for 1995 podcast. So uh, go check them out if you liked it. And feel free to let me know what you thought about the show.
That is the end of today's show. On tomorrow's show, I'm going to be getting you guys more involved. I want to ask you a couple of questions at the beginning of the show, and you can submit any call-ins, and I will feature it on the next show after that. So um, feel free to do that. Um, I will let you know all of that stuff tomorrow, but make sure you tune in and hear the questions um, that I'll be asking you just as a podcast listener. And I really can't wait to hear your responses. So that will be awesome, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, Anyways, I hope you enjoyed Enjoyed today's show. Let me know what you thought by getting in contact with me on Twitter at POTD Anchor, um, or you can just call in right here on Anchor. As I mentioned just a little bit ago, um, I will be using call-ins tomorrow, so you can let me know then if you'd like to. But anyways, I hope you have a great day, and thank you so much for tuning in. Check out some other stuff on Anchor if you get the chance, and uh, rock on! By the way, what would be any more appropriate than a classic 1995 song playing us out today? That's right, it is the beautiful Wonderwall by Oasis. You may love it, you may hate it, but here it is.